On today's podcast, we ask the question, can you trust designers to market your product? E-commerce isn't business as usual anymore. Things have changed. We're now fighting every wannabe startup as well as big players with nearly unlimited budgets. But there's a group of business owners who do things differently. Who do things smarter, often doing the exact opposite of what the gurus say. We're the misfits who push boundaries and move businesses forward every single day. We do it so that we can change lives and build dreams. Welcome to Ecom Optimization Secrets. Hey, Misfits, this is Sean Farrington, and this week uh, we've been bringing on a, a new designer, and I was just kind of marveling at the process that it takes to get to the point where we can trust designers to actually um, be, uh, you know, completely useful in the business. That's a, 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 sorry, it's a blunt way to say that, but our process uh, takes a long time, we, you know, starting from just trying to find designers with the particular talent that, um, that it takes to be good at doing e-commerce listings and to do e-commerce marketing. Um, I, you know, it's like, I, we just went through the, the process with this one that we just, uh, that we just brought on to the team. Uh, and, and she's, she's super awesome. She's super talented, uh, but it took, uh, we, we sorted through hundreds and hundreds of designers to get to the point where we could even select her. And then, uh, and then we had a few others that we brought along for a, a quick test project. So like it's almost a, a ratio of 500 to one or even a thousand to one at times where we have to sort through that many designers who are eligible designers, meaning they're, they're out there doing design. Uh, they, they've got some raw talent. They have some ability and all that kind of stuff just to sort through that many, just to get to one who can, we can actually bring on to the team and then spend time in the team. And then from that point on, we spend a year training them up because what we find is uh, over and over again, and we've been doing this for a long time. I've been, I've been working with and training up designers for years and years and years and working for art with artists for uh, decades. <laughs> so um, I have uh, a very intimate knowledge of that personality type, uh, the way to talk to them and, and that you don't crush their spirit, um, but also encourage them to grow and to change and, 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 and adapt to what's going on. And, and what we find is that it takes that year just to get them to understand that there's a difference between design and marketing. There's a difference between doing what looks super awesome and doing what will sell, what will have emotions to pull shoppers through a buying experience, to pull shoppers through a, a, a setup sales process that ultimately leads to action. Like that's what we ultimately want. We don't want them to just go, man, man, that's beautiful. And then go, I, I'm moving on. That's not the objective of good design. And that's often, quite often, this is what I see um, when people get involved with like hiring their own designers and they don't understand that process that it takes to train up a designer or, uh, or, or anything like that. And let me tell you this. So we've hired and worked with um, many, many designers over the year. I, I mean, I've had the privilege of working with many designers that have done well, uh, have stayed with me for years as, as we grow and, 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 and continue to do what we're doing. Uh, they've stayed with me for years and I'm always blessed by that. Uh, some we've had to let go cause they just don't get it. <laughs> like it just doesn't work. But what I can say about this in all my years of sorting through thousands and thousands of designers and, and, and working with them one-on-one, -on -one, I've never met a designer that understands marketing right out of the gate. 
Like it, it takes a long time to get that. And, 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 and here's the other side. The flip side to this is being a, being a person who is trained at this, who's done this for years, I'm still surprised at the fact that I am lulled into a, a sort of complacency, uh, a, a sense of awe and, and letting things slide at times um, with when I see good design. Now, the good part is I've, I've kind of trained that out of me, but there is still this innate sense of, of something inside of me. And I'm just confessing this to you to, so that you understand that it's like, I guarantee it's in you as well, that there's a sense of something inside of you when you see something astounding, when you're overwhelmed with awe at how beautiful something is. There's a sense of just that aesthetic beauty the, the, your heart beating just a little bit faster and your pupils dilating and just going, that's awesome. And to let that awesomeness be the indicator that, yes, this is good. I'm good with this. And not realizing that it doesn't really matter how awesome the art is and how astounding it is if it doesn't cause action in your shoppers. That's the point. Whatever you're designing has to cause action with your shoppers. It has to convert shoppers into buyers. That's the goal of anything. That's the goal of that design. And so after having years of this and becoming calloused and even sort of hard-nosed with this, I will even say, still I am tempted by that, by that moment where you're just looking at the beauty of what was just produced and seeing the product sort of coming to life, if you will, you know, in people's hands, engaged, whatever the, whatever the piece of individual marketing collateral that's being developed up, being astounded and overwhelmed by how beautiful it is and thinking that is done. That is the end of the task. The, the mission is accomplished when it is not. It is not. And so, like, I just want to encourage you, uh, if, you're, if you're doing this, I encourage you to really make sure that one of your steps in your process is to sit back and actually go, does this, whatever this is, it could be copy, it could be images, but in this case, we're talking about image. Does this image, does this design move the shopper along in the process from becoming a shopper to becoming a buyer of your product, not of your competitor's products. And really so understanding that and just, just saying that, you know, good design isn't even it. Now, let me tell you this. I will also say that we hire great designers. We only work with great designers. I'm telling you, we go through a lot to find the ones that we will work with and, and work with for years because that year spending with them is an investment. It's an investment of our time and effort. And even then, I, I have designers that I've worked with for years and then we still have to check them because their, their ability, their God-given gift is to create beautiful stuff. And sometimes the beautiful stuff takes time and sometimes it takes effort. And then you get into that, you know, if you've talked, if you've looked at the, the cognitive biases or anything, you get into that commitment bias where you've committed so much time as an artist, you've committed so much time into a design that it hurts you. It pains you to, to get rid of it. And it's, it goes back to that old artist, uh, 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 trope about killing your babies, be willing to kill your babies. You know, it's like the willing that's, I, I know that's gross. I'm not trying to say that, but you kill your darlings might be another way to say it is that the things that took you so long to birth, if they don't work, if they're not doing the job, you have to be willing to cut them to say, this is not working and start over with something new. And it's really hard because as an artist, they get involved in the process. They get involved 
involved in ev- making everything seem astoundingly good and, and beautiful and, and, and effortless and, and conveying, you know, the, the right composition and the right lighting and the right color and does the color, do the colors match with the brand and all of these kind of thoughts going through there that often we, we can lose sight of that. So really that, that's a, that's uh, that indictment ultimately falls on me. Uh, you know, ultimately we've got to make sure that we train up and we're aware of, and we're the final, final gatekeeper of the marketing. Is this actually converting shoppers into buyers? So I just wanted to offer that up today. It's kind of something that, um, we were just going through with one of our new hire designers and, and really realizing like as I was in this process again, I'm like, this is a year-long process, minimum. It's a year-long process. And then it really doesn't end because you always have to be that final filter to do that. So if this is something that you've dealt with or you're dealing with or you, and, and, and I, let me say this as a, as a little bit of added bonus, if you will, um, that I've seen many, many clients come to me after they've spent too much money. They've spent too much money on things and they say, they say something, I hear these words come out of their mouth. No, no, the images are always already optimized. No, no, I already have an optimized listing. No, no, the images are done. They're perfect. They're great. They're beautiful. They're all these things. And that's the commitment bias in there too. They spent so much money. They've sent so much effort. Maybe they took a long turnaround time to get these images out. And, and they, they, and and that's just the reality. It takes time to do this stuff right. And, and they've already invested the time. They've already like, man, we held off, you know, launching our listing for, you know, two weeks or a month to get these images out. And, and I've already done it. I already did that. I checked the box. The optimization is done. The images are done. I'm not going backwards again. And it's almost like they can't, that's even like their darling. They aren't willing to kill that darling and go, yeah, but it's not doing the work. That image stack, that, that, that enhanced brand contact uh, content images, the A plus images, the whatever you're looking at is not doing the job. If it's not converting, if your listing is not converting shoppers into buyers with increasing measure and you're ranking better, then almost always you can look at what's going on in those images and the copy and say, you know, it's the fundamental stuff. And, and I get that. I get that a lot from clients where the commitment bias is that, and we have to kind of work through that. Um, and quite honestly, I get a lot that can't get past it and we just don't work together. And that's just one of those realities you've got to, got to go with. And then they go off and, you know, hire someone else to run pay-per-click advertising at it or something like that. And, and that's often the thing, well, we just really run ads to this thing. I'm like, if you run ads to that listing with those images or with that copy, you're just blowing your money because ultimately they're going to come on, then scoot down to the right where they see a better image that makes more sense to what they actually want to buy or scoot down to the bottom and see all those competitors' products that Amazon so graciously puts on your listing for you. And they're going to click on those, wasting your PPC money, and that client's going to get them instead. So really, I I just encourage you to, first of all, be open-minded about that process. Be open-minded that if you think you've already done this, but it's still not working, be open-minded that maybe it it hasn't worked. And I'm just being harsh with you in in love to tell you that maybe you need to be willing to kill your own darling, that, that amount of money you invested, the amount of time you invested, if it's not working to reconsider if, uh, if it should. The other thing is if if you're working with designers, um, you know, first of all, you got, don't, you know, just picking, if you've gone through five designers and like, I picked the best one out of five, I can almost guarantee you didn't do enough. I can almost guarantee it. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like maybe by some stroke of luck, you got the best. Um, but I can then almost guarantee with, with certainty, with near 99.5% certainty, I don't know what would be more than that, you know, because there's always a chance that something went, went good, that, that that designer has no clue whatsoever about how to market something, how to sell a product to something. And really, you need to look at that listing as a salesperson. They are your sales rep. They're your on-floor uh, sales rep that when you know when those when those shoppers come through the door they know what to do they know what questions to ask they know what to lead them through a, a sales process that will ultimately lead to a sale and that they're just standing there vigilant you know 24 7 ready to go and do that work for you uh, if they're not then they're a lame salesperson and that needs to be fired you know they need to be fired they need to be replaced by by a, by a better one that's what that listing should do so all of this sorry is just a, a little bit of a rant, if you will, a little bit of a discussion. Uh, it's something that I, I'm still astounded with years after doing this thing, kind of how long that process takes uh, to really develop up uh, that skill uh, in, in, into artists and into designers and stuff. And I may talk about this more as we go on in the week, but hopefully that was helpful to you and to your business. Hopefully that was useful to you. Anyways, um, I just wanted to offer that up to you. Um, if you haven't subscribed to uh, the podcast yet, please do. Also, uh, feel free to check me out on YouTube where I do a lot of more in-depth uh, training. Uh, you can find me on uh, Sean Farrington, S-E-A-N, Farrington, F-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N, that's with an A, A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N, uh, on YouTube, and you'll find my um, you'll find my videos over there. But I hope you're having a great day. I hope your business is blessed and booming. I hope you have great relationships in your life. Until we talk again, bye.